Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 157 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Thank you as well for all the love and support on iTunes, on Stitcher, and wherever you're listening to this, SoundCloud, all the reviews, ratings, likes, subscribes, all that stuff just means so much to me. And um, of course, the questions that come in, because the show wouldn't happen without the questions. We have another great question today from Don. Before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is ZipRecruiter.com. If you're looking to recruit anybody for your online business, doesn't matter who, it can be tough sometimes because you have to post to all the different job sites and it might take forever to do. But with ZipRecruiter.com, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Screen, rate, and hire the right candidates fast. You can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. All right, let's get to today's question from Don. Hi, Pat. My name is Don Stanley, and I'm at 3 Rhino Media, as well as at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where I teach social media marketing, inbound marketing courses. And I've got a question for you. One of my big challenges is creating content for my own site. Um, I find that I have a lot of time where I'm creating stuff for other people. And uh, you said something in a recent podcast that uh, really struck a nerve in a good way with me, which is... If you talk about doing something and you're not doing it, you're being a hypocrite. And I know the, the, I think I know the uh, spirit in which you meant that, but I kind of felt like, you know, looking at myself and what I do, uh, I should have a much more active web presence myself. So my question for you is, uh, I really enjoy the audio and video work. I'm not the strongest writer. And it's not really something I enjoy a ton. Is it okay to uh, have more of a audio and video based site uh, with very little blogging where you use your audio and video content? Can you be successful doing that? Uh, any help on this would be greatly appreciated. I've been thrilled with the uh, benefit I've received from listening to your podcasts, actually requiring my students to uh, follow you in my summer school class that I'm teaching. So thank you so much for what you do um, and doing it the right way. I'm a dad of three kids, uh, run a business, and also, as I said, teach at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. So uh, I can really appreciate uh, how you keep yourself uh, prioritized. So thanks again, Pat, and uh, appreciate any help you can give me. Hey, Don, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. First thing I want to say is go Badgers. Second thing I want to say is thank you so much for sharing this with your students. I think that's that's so cool. I mean, that, that's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. And thirdly, let's get to your question. So you're creating content for other people right now, which is awesome. So you have an idea of what it's like to do that. But now you're seeing that there are opportunities to do it for yourself as well. But you're not much of a writer or it doesn't really interest you that much. And audio and video interests you even more. Can you be successful with doing primarily an audio slash video and or video show? Um, absolutely. Totally. A little bit of writing is gonna gonna have to happen in terms of you know creating some sort of information on your website so that Google can find it, putting descriptions in your YouTube videos, for example, things like that are going to be required. But you don't have to write extensive blog posts. You don't have to do what I do sometimes and spend eight to ten hours on a blog post to make sure that people who are on the site can get the right information in the way it should be written. 
it, it's hard to write great content. And I was not a great writer at first, not at all. And it only came through writing a lot and writing even more that I eventually got to a point where I got comfortable doing it. I still don't consider myself a great writer. So that being said, you don't necessarily need to be a great writer in order to inspire, in order to teach, in order to share your message. But with that being said, you don't necessarily need to share your message with text primarily. I know a number of people who have gotten their start on iTunes, for example, and by iTunes I mean with a podcast. A couple examples, my very first podcast that I listened to, Internet Business Mastery with Jeremy and Jason, two of the most amazing people in the world. They helped me get my start in online business as well. Uh, they got their start on iTunes. They have been up there since 2005, and that was their primary platform. And they were just delivering content consistently, teaching people how to do things with their voice, not teaching people how to use their voice, but with their voice, teaching people how to do and build online businesses. And uh, you know, eventually they got to a point where they decided to add some blog components you know, along with their podcast, but it's still primarily a podcast. So you can check that out at internetbusinessmastery.com and you'll get a feel for sort of what their main components are on their brand and you'll see it's very obvious. It's a podcast. Another example is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. If you follow Entrepreneur on Fire at all, um, you know, you know that he comes out with his monthly income reports and he's doing incredibly well. He primarily has a podcast. It's a seven-day-a-week podcast, which is nuts, but it's awesome, and he's killing it. He's doing much better than I am, and he has a small blogging component. You know, he does blog, or actually Kate blogs on the site, and it's great content as well, but it's prim it's primarily an audio show, and he's able to crank out an entire week's worth of episodes, or sometimes multiple weeks' worth of episodes, in just a couple days. So that's the cool thing about audio. That's the cool thing about if you don't have that much time to create content, you can batch create your content and then slowly drip it out over time to keep that consistent flow going with your brand, which I think is really cool. Um, you know, and that the, you know those two, Jeremy and Jason from Internet Business Mastery and John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, those are two people who started with an audio show, but. Yes, those those are two people sort of in the entrepreneur blogging space. There are a ton of other people out there building their primary platforms in other niches. I mean, just look at the health niche. Just see what people like Adam Carolla are doing. You know, he's obviously one of the top podcasters in the world. He has the largest audience in the world. But again, he's primarily a podcaster. People see this platform as a legit thing, and you can build trust and authority, sometimes even better than you can do with writing. Um. With video, there are people like Gary Vaynerchuk, whose primary platform is, is video. And yes, again, he has a small blogging component relative to his video platform. But, you know, he started Wine Library TV, and now he has uh, VaynerMedia. Uh, there's other people out there who are very successful with video. You know, I know a number of people who primarily just make their money through YouTube. There are people like... Sexy Phil, S-X-E-P-H-I-L, who is a daily vlogger, a, a video blogger, who just talks about the news all day. And he has like a million subscribers. I wouldn't, even, let me check how much he has. I just checked and he has 3.3 million subscribers. So all this to say, you can build a platform on YouTube, you can build a platform on iTunes and other podcast directories, but... I will warn you that it, it's a little dangerous to establish and have your hub 
on somewhere other than your own site. I think it's important that you at least bring people back to your site. And this is where a lot of people on YouTube fail. They are building their business entirely with YouTube. And it's always scary to build your business entirely on a third-party platform because at any moment in time, they can change the rules. I mean, you don't have as much control. You'll never have more control than what you have going on on your own site. So wherever you establish your business or wherever you establish your brand and build authority, make sure you're bringing them back to your website and collecting those email addresses and building that subscriber base because that subscriber base is what's going to help you keep your business going for the long run. If you if, if YouTube were to shut down, if you know iTunes changed their algorithm and no, you were no longer found, you could always take your email list with you. You could build a new business tomorrow if you have a big and and, and strong email list. Um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be that big. You don't need that many people on it to do really well and make a great living and make a change in this world. So to answer a question in short, that was the long answer, but the, the short answer uh, the, the short answer for you, Don, is yes, absolutely. You can be successful by focusing on audio or video content as opposed to written content. The written content can just be supplemental to what you do on audio and or video as well. Just make sure that no matter what platform you choose, no matter what medium you choose to provide and share your message, that it is useful content and valuable to your audience and that you have some sort of position, something that is what they call the unique selling proposition. Your unique advantage, what is that? What what do you have to provide that nobody else can? Use that, milk it, and be successful with it. Don, thank you so much for the question. For those of you in uh, Don's class or Mr. Stanley's class, I don't know what, what they might call you Professor Stanley or I, I don't know. But uh, if, if you're listening to this from his uh, summer course, you're awesome. I'd love to know that you listen to this. Hit me up on Twitter at Pat Flynn. Uh, that would be sweet. And for those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there. Don and Ask Pat Teacher is actually going to be headed your way as a result of having your question featured here. As always, I want to thank today's sponsor as well, ZipRecruiter.com. Again, an amazing site that'll save you a ton of time because instead of posting to several different job sites, if you're looking to hire somebody or recruit somebody for your own business, you can just post it one time and they will actually find the best candidates for you and highlight them. And then you can do your business with them. So again, try it out for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Now, as always, I end with a quote. And today's quote is from John Carell. And he says, stop arguing, start testing. Seriously, you have to test. This is me now. You have to test stuff. You should always be testing stuff. There's no reason to guess what's going on in your website. Test so you know the answers. You can make changes, move forward, and succeed. Stop arguing. Start testing. Cheers. Thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.